fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver. Let's go, big fella. I am Silver. The Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Toto, rode a trail through the hills toward the town of Rockcrest. You say we come here to help search for outlaw gang, Kimasabi. Would you not tell more? I don't know much more, Toto. Sheriff in Rockcrest notified the marshal that several robberies had been committed by a gang, but that he couldn't get a line on any of its members. And they must have smart leader. Yes. The crooks wear masks and cover their tracks well. I hope we'll be able to find some trace of them and help in their capture. Come on, Silver. Get them up. That morning, four men met in the office of Arnold Abbott a seemingly respectable land agent in Rockcrest. They listened with interest as Abbott spoke. Well, men, so far we've managed to outwit the law. You've all received plenty of cash working under my directions, and as long as you do as I tell you, you'll make plenty more. Well, that's Sorry. fair enough. Jake, what about the fellow you said wanted to join us, the one who was your cellmate in prison? His name is Jim Nash. He's outside right now. Told him to wait there till we called him in. Call him in now. He might as well hear about the next job I have for the gang to do. All right. <laughs> Come in, Jim. Boss wants to meet you. All right. Here's Jim Nash, the fellow I told you about. Hello, Nash. I'm Arnold Abbott. Meet Joe, Hank, and Sam. Howdy. Hi, How are you? Sit down, Nash. Thanks. 
Jake tells me you're interested in joining us and making easy cash. Yeah, that's right. You and Jake were prison cellmates, right? Right. Jake also assures me we can trust you. Sure you can. In that case, I'll go right ahead and tell you what we're going to do next. As you all know, people in town respect me and I learn a lot. One thing I've found is that there's a big shipment of cash coming through by train. Uh, when? I'm getting to that, Joe. I understand guards will be inside the express car, which is always just behind the tender. They'll have the express car locked, boss. They could fight us off by firing through the gun slits in the car. We couldn't get to the cash. I've thought of that, Hank. What's more, the sheriff and his men have gone to Marlowe, 25 miles east of here, to ride in with the train. You see, they're afraid of trouble from this gang and are taking no chances. Maybe we better forget the whole thing. I told you I intended to get that cash. I've thought of a plan that'll work. You just wait until I finish, Sam, before you decide it'll be too much of a job. Oh, well, what is the plan? Yeah, how do you expect to work it? Well, listen, and I'll tell you. You know the deep cut through Stony Ridge, five miles east of here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where we'll get the cash from that train. Stony Ridge? But even if we barricade the cut or rip up the rails, it may not work, boss. They'll be watching the right away. And with guards inside the locked car and the lawman back in the car. Hold on, Jake. We'll plant some blasting powder just inside this end of the cut. We'll time it to go off just when the engine and the express car are over it. The blast should blow the express car open and put the guards out of the fight. Then we'll rush in and grab the cash. What about the sheriff and his men in the coach? There's a steep upgrade through that cut, Nash. I figure the blast will break the coaches loose from the train and they'll run back down the grade carrying the sheriff and his men with them. And by the time they get over the shock of the blast, they'll be too far away to stop us. Boss, your plan might work sure. that. that train will come through the cut about six o'clock this evening. Now, you'd better leave here one at a time and meet me at the edge of town at three. We'll go out and get ready. All right, Jake, you take Nash with you to your hotel room and get him settled. Sure. See you all later. And bring your mask. Right. In the hotel room, Jake noticed that Jim was unusually quiet and finally spoke of it. What's well, eating you, Jim? You haven't said much since we left the boss's office. I've been thinking, Jake. About what? And I said I'd join your gang, and I didn't know they'd go in for wholesale killing. Well, don't tell me you're getting squeamish. Maybe. Anyway, I decided not to go along with Abbott's plan. Well, what's come over you anyhow? It's a big chance to make plenty of easy dough. If Abbott goes through with that plan, every member of the gang will be hunted for murder. I don't aim to hang. Well, why don't you speak up when you were at the meeting? I wanted to think things over. Now I've decided, Jake. I'm not going to join the gang after all. I'm heading out of here right now. Now, wait a minute. You can't go now. You know too much. You know you can trust me to keep my mouth shut. But I just don't want any part of it. I'll get my horse and... Hold on, Jim. I'll not let you... Hold Jake. All right. All right, you outdrew me. But listen, Jim, you can't I'm get away. Going and you're not stopping me. Take a gun. Move the cartridges. There. It's empty. Here. But, Jim, listen to reason. Adios, Jim. Tell Abbott I'll keep my mouth shut, but I don't go for his kind of dirty work. Doggone his hide, I gotta tell Abbott right away. <laughs> Jake hurried to Arnold Abbott's office with the news that Jim Nash had decided not to join the outlaw gang. 
Abbott pounded his desk in anger as he spoke. By thunder, Jake. You recommended Nash, and now look what's happened. Well, he doesn't go in for killing Boss, and I didn't know he felt that way. Do you realize he knows now that I had the gang? And he also knows what we intend to do at the cut? Oh, Jim will keep his mouth shut. I feel sure of that. How can you feel sure? You were sure he wanted to join the gang, too, remember? Boss, Where was I he heading, do you know? No, but I saw him riding out the west trail from town as I came here. Ah. I don't suppose I could trust you to stop him. What do you mean? And never mind, let him go. By the way, when you pass the cafe, drop in and tell Joe and Hank I want to see them. All right. I'm sorry about Nash. Forget it. But be sure to tell Joe and Hank to come here right away. A short time later, the two gunmen, Joe and Hank, stood before Abbott's desk listening as he told them what Jim Nash had decided. What do you want us to do, boy? You and Hank follow Nash. He rode out the West Trail. When you catch up to him, you'll know what to do. That morning, the Lone Ranger and Tonto searched the nearby hills for the outlaw's hideout. As they headed back to their camp, they heard two distant shots. Those shots seem to come from beyond that bend in the trail ahead, Tonto. Uh-huh. The masked man and Indian hurriedly rode around the bend in the trail in time to see two horsemen disappear over a rise in the distance. Then Tonto pointed. Look, Kimasabi! Someone lying on trail. Yes. The horse must have gone on. I don't see it. Who's oh, 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 Let me see. Badly wounded, Toto. Ah. I'm still alive. I, I plan to blow up the evening tray at the cut. A lot of people be killed. The, the gang. Afraid I'd tell. Easy, fellow, easy. Stop. Stop. The head. Head of the gang. Easy, easy. Who is the head of the gang? The leader is... is... He must have him gone. Just when he was about to tell us the name of the gang leader. Storm coming, Kimasabi. Yes. I'll follow the trail of the killer right away before the storm washes out their tracks. Tonto, you take the body to that shack there to the left and wait there for me. Uh-huh. Easy, steady, big fellow. Move First, it was easy for the masked man to trail the two men. Then the storm broke, and heavy rain gradually washed out their tracks. Still, the Lone Ranger rode in the general direction the two crooks had taken. Meanwhile, Joe and Hank turned from the trail and took shelter under a nearby ledge, where they were hidden by a heavy growth of chaparral and sagebrush. Oh, oh, oh. Storm will soon be over, Joe. Clouds are breaking already. We'll wait here until the rain stops. Joe and Hank stayed in their saddles under the ledge and watched the trail through the tall bushes. The thunder had stopped, but rain was still falling when Hank saw a rider some distance down the trail. Joe, somebody's coming. Must be the armory who was on the trail a while ago. I see him now. Can't see him very clearly, though. 
Had his head down, watching the trail. Well, we'll wait till he gets within range, and I'll plug him. He must have found Jim Nash's body on a trail back there. Yeah, but so far, he hasn't got a look at us. He's getting closer. I'll pull the trigger when he gets near enough. The Lone Ranger, with his Stetson pulled down to keep the rain from his face, moved along the trail watching for some sign that the men he followed had gone that way. Because of the rain, he had no way of knowing they had turned off the trail, and that ahead and off to the right, the two crooks were watching his approach from behind the concealing brush. Suddenly... hiding place, Joe and Hank saw the Lone Ranger fall. Hank, you got him. Yeah, the brush along the edge of the trail hides him, though. You better ride out and make sure he's done for. No, no, he may be playing possum. I almost got caught that way once before. He can't identify us. Because of the rain, he can't follow us. Let's get away from here. Come on. Get up. Get up. The Lone Ranger lay a moment without moving. The bullet had barely grazed his temple, stunning him temporarily and causing him to fall from the saddle. As his head cleared, he heard the sound of fast hoofbeats leaving. The masked man sat up, but too late to catch sight of the fleeing men. Then he got to his feet. It was close, big fellow. There's my temple. I must have been waiting in ambush. Realizing it was useless to try to trail the two men in the rain, the Lone Ranger decided to rejoin Toto at the old shack. Easy, steady, big fellow. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Joe and Hank reached Abbott's office to report the successful killing of Nash out on the trail. The Lone Ranger rejoined Tonto and told him what had happened. Then the two men made a shallow grave near the old shack for Nash's body. Later, they rode toward town. It's not good. Storm wash away tracks of killers. I wasted good time and almost took a bullet by following them. Mm, that's right. You plenty lucky. Bullet not leave burn marks. It's almost noon, Tonto. We haven't much time. Uh, why do you think them shoot, brother? You think him member a gang? Yes, he mentioned a gang. He said that they were planning to blow up the evening train at the cut. That's right. And what we do? We'll ride to the edge of town, and you go to the sheriff with a note informing him of what we've learned. I'll wait in the clump of trees until you and the sheriff come out there. 
Then we'll make our plans. Monsieur. Monsieur. Later, the masked man and Indian stopped on the edge of town. The Lone Ranger wrote a note. Then Tonto rode to the sheriff's office. A short time later, he returned alone. Oh, Tonto, fellow. Easy, Scout. Easy, fellow. Tonto, I expected the sheriff to ride out with you. Kimasabi. Fellow who guard jail, say sheriff and deputies, take early morning train to Marlow, 25 miles east. Then come back on train this evening. That train must be the one the gang plans to wreck. Ah, and what do you do, Kimasabi? We'll send a message to the sheriff telling him what the dying man told us. Also telling him to warn the railroad of the gang's plan. A short time later, Toto entered the telegraph office in town. Eh? What do you want, Indian? You send message. It's written on this paper. Hey, let me see. Sheriff Evans, care of Station Master Marlowe. Learned outlaw gang planned to wreck evening train at cut five miles from Rockcrest. Warn railroad. Suggest you have special train leave at once. Bring you and deputies as far as cut. We'll meet and make plans. Please reply L.R. Hey, who's L.R.? Oh, him friend. You not mention message. It's secret. Well, of course not. I'll keep mum. Uh, look, you better come back in half an hour for the reply. Ah, me come back. As soon as Tonto mounted and rode away, the telegrapher hurriedly left his post, went to Abbott's office, and showed him the message Tonto had left. Abbott read it and said, You go on back to your office and forget this message. I'll have a couple of the boys pick up that Indian when he comes back there to get the sheriff's reply. What about that fellow L.R.? Don't worry. We'll find out from the Indian who he is and get him, too. Then we'll go on with our planes. Half an hour later, Tonto opened the door to the telegraph office and entered I got the answer for you, Indian. Mm, that good. As Toto closed the door, he failed to see a figure that had been behind it. Then... This old fashioned... Oh! Hey, that did it, Hank. We'll get his horse and take him to Abbott's place. When Toto came to, he was tied to a chair in a back room at Abbott's place. Six masked figures stood around him. At last he's coming to, man. Wake up, Indian. Wake up. I was here. Why? Why you bring me here? Better ask him who L.R. is, boss. Speak up, Indian. Who is L.R.? Toto's mind cleared quickly. He thought rapidly, then spoke. Uh, me, L.R. Hey, he told me L.R. was a friend. Well, me just say that. Me known to sheriff by name Neepin Reindeer. In that case, boss, we don't have to look for anyone else. That message you tried to send the sheriff. Where did you learn about our planes? We, me fine feller on trail. Him dying. Him say gang hold up train at cut. Him not live to say more. The engine must be the one who found Nash. Nash? Hey, boss, you mean to say that Nash was killed? Take it easy, Jake. Nash was a welcher. He knew all about us, so it was dangerous to allow him to leave. If he talked, your neck would have been in the noose as well as ours. Forget Nash. Yeah, but you ain't. What about this Indian? We'll gag him and leave him tied up here until after we do the job at the cut. Tonight, Hank and Joe will tie him to his horse and take him out along the trail where he'll never be found and plug him. Now, gag him and let's get going. (laughs) 
The Lone Ranger waited in a cottonwood grove for Tonto to return with the sheriff's reply. As time went on, he became concerned. He removed his mask and quickly disguised his features so that he might trail Tonto into town. Then he rode to the telegraph office. Oh, oh, is it? Any big talk? Find Toto's trail. The Lone Ranger studied the ground near the hitch rack and soon found the marks of Toto's horse scout. He mounted Silver. Easy, steady, big fella. Come on, Silver. And rode slowly behind the buildings. The tracks led to a thick clump of trees, and as he approached, he heard a familiar whinny. Come on, Silver. In a moment, he dismounted beside Scout. Oh, Silver. Oh, easy, steady, big fella. The Lone Ranger, by comparing the prints where the men had dismounted with those going from the clump of trees, knew they had probably carried Tonto. He followed the tracks cautiously until he came to the back window of Abbott's place. The shade was drawn, but there was enough opening left at the bottom for him to peer inside. Someone tied to a chair in there. Must be Tonto. Trying the window, the Lone Ranger found it unlocked. In another moment, he raised it. Then dropped inside with gun ready. Quickly, he removed the gag and untied Tonto. There. What happened, Tonto? Briefly, the Indian told what had happened, and of the six masked men who had gone to the cot to blast the train, the Lone Ranger spoke. And the sheriff didn't get the message and will be on the train. Ah, there's not much time. Hello, these are Abbott's officers. He's a respected land agent in town, but he must be the leader of the gang. Ah, telegraph fellow, him won a gang. We'll leave right now and head for the cot. We'll have to do something to stop that wreck. Come on. Ah. The Lone Ranger once more assumed his mask. Then he and Toto started at a gallop to ride the five miles to the railroad cut. When they neared the cut, the Lone Ranger called a halt. Oh, easy, Teddy, be quiet. Now we lead the horses in among the trees, Toto, and we'll go forward on foot. We'll take our lariats in case I need them. Soon the two men stood on top of the hill near the edge of the cut. Toto. Tie the lariats together while I fasten one into this tree. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, that should hold. Uh-huh. You plan to climb down lariat into cut? Yes, I must find that explosive and cut the fuse before it's too late. It's almost time for trying to come. It's plenty risky. I'll take the risk. You move back. Adios. Uh, adios. The masked man went down the lariat hand over hand until his feet touched the bottom of the cut. <laughs> train is coming. I must find that powder. With his eyes glued to the ground, the masked man ran toward the upper end of the cut. Then he saw a fuse connected to cans of explosives placed in a hollow between the rails. The Lone Ranger quickly cut the fuse. Then, knowing that the outlaws waited in hiding nearby, he decided to stop the train so the sheriff and his men could help in their capture. He hurriedly took two cartridges from his gun belt and placed them about ten feet apart on one of the rails. Then the Lone Ranger ran past the upper end of the cut and dodged behind some boulders. As the masked man crouched behind the boulders, the flame of the now useless fuse sputtered past him. From their hiding place behind the boulders, not far from the entrance to the cut, the outlaws waited tensely for the explosion as the train approached. Here it comes. The powder should explode any minute. Past the big boulders where the crooks waited. Then it came to a stop. 
Hey, the powder didn't explode. What's the matter? Well, the train stopped anyway. Let's use our guns and try to get that shipment. No, the sheriff and his men are aboard, and there's the guards in the express car. We'd better get away from here fast. Men are getting off the train. Let's go. The train had stopped beyond the boulders, and the sheriff and his men were jumping from the rear car. The train had passed the hiding place just far enough to place the crooks between it and the rocks where the lone ranger had taken his position. Tato had joined the masked man. They opened fire as the crooks started to mount. Meanwhile, the sheriff and posse headed toward them. Hey, look! A gang of masked men behind those boulders. Don't let them get away! Crooks caught in the crossfire from the lawman's guns and those of the Lone Ranger fought back desperately. Gradually, the lawman surrounded them. Several of Abbott's men were wounded before the others realized they didn't have a chance and dropped their guns. Then the battle ended abruptly, and the outlaws were grouped within a circle of menacing guns. I don't know what this is all about. By thunder, looks like we caught the gang that's been operating around here. Hey, you, engineer, how come you stopped all of a sudden? Somebody put a couple of signal torpedoes on the tracks. I heard them go off just we were leaving the cut. It was a signal to stop, so I stopped. Uh, I wonder who put them there. Might have been a scheme for them to get the train stopped so as to rob it. But they didn't know we were aboard. I'm responsible for the stop signal, Sheriff. Uh, another masked man. Hey, he's one of them. Reach, mister. Hold on, hold on. This hombre is a friend of mine. I received word from the United States Marshal. He was coming to help round up the gang. By thunder, looks like he did it. Get the masks off those others. I got this one off. Hey, look, Arnold Abbott. I think he's the leader of the gang, Sheriff. Arnold Abbott. Great day. Everybody in town trusted him. Abbott, you dirty sneaking polecat, you'll go to jail for a long, long time. They'll all go on trial for murder, Sheriff. We found the man shot on the trail today. He was murdered by members of the gang. I had nothing to do with it. You did so. You had him killed. Jim Nash was a friend of mine. He just Shut up, you fool! Your telegraph operator from town, he's one of the gang, too. The Lone Ranger told briefly all that had happened. When he finished, the sheriff remarked, By golly, if it hadn't been for you and Tonto, we'd have been blown sky high. When we get a chance to go through Abbott's desk and safe, I reckon we'll find plenty of evidence to connect him with the gang robberies that have taken place. That masked man and Indian, they've left. Who is that masked man? Why should you call him a friend and let him... Abbott, you may think you're smart. That masked man is much smarter than you or anyone else. We left the Indian tied and gagged. I don't see how we got away. Dumb crooks like you men would never understand that you can't outwit those two hombres, especially the masked man. You see, he's none other than the Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger? Thank you.